Welcome to Inside Scoop, a podcast that brings you practical servings of Swami's sweetest teachings. Joining me today is the extremely entertaining Brother Prashant Menon. Hi, bro. Sairam, sister. So we're going to start with a little game where I begin a random story and you have to continue where I've stopped and I continue where you stop and blah, blah, blah. Does that sound good? All right. Yeah, okay. I'll try. I'll definitely try. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no pressure. So, story goes, you are on day three of a diet plan, but uh, Amma says go to buy groceries and she gives you a list. You're at the store with that list, but then, and everything's going well, but then you see a packet of sour cream and onion chips calling out to you. And it says, take me home, Prashant. I say, say to it, um, I would like to take you home, but I'm already in a relationship with Celery. <laughs> and um, always remember, I always uh, knock on the door of the fridge before I op- open it because there might be a salad dressing. So I glanced at the salad dressing and said, Hmm, doesn't look spicy enough. I want my Indian curry. And right at that point, we saw an alien coming into the place and uh, he said here's some chutney it's called alien chutney because it's green <laughs> so random la bro don't you think our minds are just like this game we played it generates this endless stream of thoughts which are just stories that we tell ourselves about the situations we're in and they don't really reflect reality or make sense most of the time so everyone is living in their little world that they create for themselves based on their stories. Which brings me to my first question. What scenarios do we commonly overthink? Well, I think most scenarios are eligible to be overthinked. Mm. Thinked. I mean, you can overthink them, obviously. Right. You know, you can, of course, go on and on about things that matter to you, things that don't matter to you. That's the beauty of overthinking you can you mm-hmm. have the you have the license to think about anything dude you can mm-hmm. have you ever thought about why um why at one point all the beetles had mustaches and then suddenly <laughs> all of them decided not to have mustaches i i don't know another group that actually did that not even mm-hmm. in and sync right. although their name is between sync you know so <laughs> yeah so basically you can overthink almost anything and everything overthinking brings about two elements of course right. we live in the we live, we live in the present yeah. but we always like to think of, of things that actions that we have done in the past mm-hmm. any action it could have been uh, I, I shouldn't have eaten that cake the other day I've mm-hmm. been having I've been having an upset stomach for the past three days mm-hmm. you know or I in or the future I should never eat cakes anymore because right. I'm, I'm constantly over the if i eat cakes then this i'll do this to myself i'll do that right. to myself and you know we, we go into endless possibilities you see the the minute we all feel that the future is in our hands you know mm. we always say if you study well today you will be successful in the future that's yeah. a lie that's the biggest yeah. lie any <laughs> child has been told you know yeah. i studied hard i did exactly. study smart by the way i yeah. studied hard 
and here I am doing mass com. Okay, you know, this is what life led me to, right? I feel uh, you, bro. I'm not saying that there's, yeah, dude. I'm not saying that there's nothing successful about mass com, but I'm just saying, you know, it, it was a complete different route, you know. Yeah. But uh, what what I can only imagine is that you know when you put in this situation where you are you are. You are con- constantly in this spiral of overthinking. You tend to lock yourself in this space that you should not be in the first place because yeah. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all, dude. Mm. Because you see, you you are trying to put yourself in a in a point where you're blaming yourself. Mm-hmm. All right, you're constantly going to be blaming yourself for things that didn't happen. You're going to be blaming yourself that of for things that already happened before. Mm. Right. So our past and our future, we always constantly latch onto it. Mm-hmm. We hold onto it so dearly, like it's gonna matter, mm-hmm. whereby it doesn't matter at all. Right? You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and we 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 hold onto like you know we they say that you have to be holding onto Swami so much, dude. We've been holding onto these things more than we've been holding on Swami. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. We are constantly on. Oh my God, that's my future. That's mm-hmm. my past, dude. Right. Come on, are you hearing yourself? Yeah. So, <laughs> right. You you can't write the future and you can't erase the past is all I'm saying. We forget that we're actually in the present. So right. the categories are definitely the past and the and the future of right. actions that you have done. Yeah. Awesome. And based on the examples you were giving, it seems like uh the common denominator is ourselves. Our thoughts seem to be surrounded by thoughts about ourselves. We are not concerned about other people or what Um, someone else is doing. They revolve around ourselves. It's almost as if we're obsessed with ourselves and our ideas and our concepts and beliefs. So, in your opinion, do you think overthinking is always unproductive and unhealthy, or is it sometimes healthy? Well, thank you so much for mentioning that. In my opinion, mm-hmm. <laughs> because I don't think many people would agree, but I mm-hmm. tend to. Favor um, overthinking. I, right. I mean, with with the right practice, though, with the mm. right practice, right. then you can actually achieve productivity through overthinking. Right. So um, I think if you look at it, like even if you look at um, uh, Michelangelo, Michelangelo, mm. um, such a great artist, but you know he had so many um, other things that he used to. Da Vinci, right. so Da Vinci was so well known for. For um, his artwork and how he actually can you imagine that Da Vinci was not well known just for his artwork. He was actually better in things that um, revolved around science and biology. Right. And art and painting was just one of the things that hey, you know what? I can actually do that also. Mm-hmm. You know. So it, yeah, and you know, can you imagine all these people were unlocked to all these possible ideas? Newton, mm-hmm. look at Newton. He figured out theory of gravity mm-hmm. from supposedly just an apple falling on his head. So mm-hmm. all these people. Are open to the possibilities of the world. Therefore, they're right. open to overthinking, right. but with proper management skills. You got to manage right. your thoughts. Right. You got to right. manage what they do to you. Yeah. So, when do you think overthinking becomes unproductive? Well, I think it's of course you. You will only understand what kind of effects overthinking has had mm. on you mm. at the end of the process. At the end right. of the road, how right. do you feel? You got to you got to develop a self check mechanism. Mm. You got to look at yourself and say, how do I feel after this this uh, two hour long just staring into space trying to figure <laughs> out stuff that I was, I've never been involved in before? Mm. Um, you know, imaginary arguments, imaginary stuff. Where has it brought me? You see, I think if you look at it from a from a creative stand stance. 
it's definitely productive you actually might feel better because you get different ideas from it mm-hmm. you know instead of uh, instead of uh, coming up with your with 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 just a just a scenario you maybe come up with the entire like a full blown story that right. eventually you can you can translate that into screen work or anything and you know but what if it's from a person who has got no artistic um um so i'm not saying that no artistic qualities but they don't have that motive of going artistic mm. so they're stuck in this room where they have just trapped themselves with endless possibilities that they feel they are responsible for regardless not being in it yet right right i'm so glad you brought up the point about how how we are feeling at the end of the process should be mm. the the indicator as to whether overthinking that particular scenario was productive or not productive so mm-hmm. Do you think that actually the mind can't be blamed? Because if you think about it, right? I mean, in my view, it's just doing its job, right? For example, our stomach has a function; it it digests our food. Our teeth mm-hmm. has a function; it chews our food. And while it's doing its job, we are fine. We don't get caught up in it. And so the mind is doing it's doing the same thing. Its function is to think, and so it has thoughts. But the difference is that we don't identify ourselves with our stomach. or our teeth but we are so interested in what our mind is doing so would you say that if we could create some distance between like the thought and ourselves it would actually be perfectly fine like it wouldn't cause so much tension and mental uh instability would you agree yeah yeah i mean You see, the reason why we're actually feeling like this towards the whole mind scenario is because we identify ourselves with the mind. You know, we don't. You know, if we're gonna identify ourselves, it's coming from the mind, or else you don't. You don't have the sense of identity. The ego mm. is completely lost. You know, mm. so there's no there's no claiming who am I and whatnot. Right. But since the mind exists, the function of it, literally, of course, I, I, I don't know. So if the mind is the function of the mind is to generate thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. Is to generate thoughts constantly, and um, if the thoughts are going to cause you to be become unstable, mm-hmm. now who do you blame? Of course, you don't blame the mind because the mm-hmm. mind is just doing what it's what it's meant to do. Exactly. But you can blame what you put in the mind. Right. So what right. you input into the mind, like. Um I think uh like you can you can just imagine like a scenario where you trash in mm. trash out mm. and good things in good things out so it's like a cycle so if mm. we constantly indulge in positive activities or positive positive knowledge or knowledge for the betterment of mankind or ourselves that that, that pushes pushes ourselves towards better um better evolution and all that then probably right. we'll have thoughts that stimulate better things you know but awesome. if we're constantly drenched in 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 thoughts that actually bring you down and also make you feel upset and negative mm-hmm. then of course we are going to uh, indulge in those kind of outcomes eventually fantastic so you're saying that it's okay to have thoughts um and it's it might be harder to control the number of thoughts but maybe try and control the yeah. quality of those thoughts that that could quality, be the first yes. step yes awesome fantastic yeah. have you uh, so what do you think are some of the root causes of overthinking I think all sorts of um, the 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 values, you know, Swami has said the six vices, you know, all these mm. these these vices automatically stimulate these thoughts, you know. Right. Um, of course, uh, not every thought is bad, mm-hmm. you know, because we want to get to the point of no mind, therefore mm-hmm. no no thoughts and whatnot. But right. I think a very important root cause would be 
desires, the, mm. the desires that we have, jealousy, right. ego, mm. all these these things. Because we we um we thoughts are usually as I, as I, as we spoke earlier, we said thoughts uh, attach ourselves to it. Mm-hmm. We attach ourselves. We are right. the point of it, right? right? So desires are basically for ourselves. Yeah. So these desires, like you know, all these I want, I want that, all these things create overthinking i want a i want a perfect relationship mm-hmm. you know everyone's yeah. out there to get a perfect relationship yeah and and be on instagram looking at other people's relationship and trying to photocopy that Absolutely. to make it our relationship although it's it doesn't work that way yeah. you know and and so these desires stimulated from what's outside so therefore what we ex- expose our senses to you know Amazing. what we expose ourselves to yeah. yeah so like like what we see on instagram you know social mm. media we're exposing ourselves to an endless realm of of desires right there you yeah. know it's right in your face you know um this football club dropped a new jersey so oh my <laughs> god i want to get that yeah. you know, all these things yeah you you're attracted to the desires outside therefore you're exposing yourselves to it and uh, these are really two main causes of uh, overthinking excessive overthinking Amazing. You really hit the nail on the head because, you know, when I think about it, because you talked about relationships, uh, I've grown up watching Bollywood movies and romantic comedies. And so it creates <laughs> this, this expectation that it, that of what I desire in relationships. So, you know, the, mm-hmm. the guy that I'm with must whisk me away like Shah Rukh Khan did, you know. All these yeah. expectations, desires created by what I exposed my senses to. So, and that's how we've been to we begin to overthink oh is my relationship living up to what i've seen what i've in bollywood so amazing thank you so much for highlighting that desires and senses being the key the root causes of overthinking awesome have you ever experienced or gone through a phase in your life where you were overthinking a lot because something happened and how did you come out of it if you can share that experience um, and how you overcame it that would be great for our listeners and for me yeah, yeah. all right um <laughs> okay i i would i would give something that happened not so recently but pretty recently because it 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 left uh, a huge a huge not a scar mm-hmm. but a huge uh, impact on my life so right. i'm just just going back to the thoughts where I, where i had at that point you know i just had a breakup all right i was right. i was at the I was at the receiving end of the breakup, all right? So Ayyoh, it was someone, someone saying uh, no to me. So mm. it was like after a long time, and and you know, in that space, in that space of my in my head, what was I thinking? Well, I was constantly telling myself that, and this was a long period, by the way. This was like I think from uh, from let's say September till mm. all the way till January, all right? right? That December I went to party somewhere, you know. December Ayyoh. I went for the. given yatra so that was uh, recovery for me right. but you know when it started in september i was constantly put in the spiral of thoughts telling me that um uh, i don't i did something wrong so mm. therefore i don't deserve a good relationship or or love or in any aspect good things to happen to me you know right. i was constantly put in this room where i've been told telling myself that uh, it's your fault you know you are not deserving it's you did it you know she was a nice person or whatever mm. you know i was mm. i was belittling myself Right. I was making myself uh, feel un- unworthy, and all these things only resulted in more negativity. And right. all this negativity, sooner or later, from the mind, it shows to the body. You know, right. you can see in your face. You won't look like a happy, joyful. Person. And I'm a happy guy, right? <laughs> I so can people, tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So people, and and yeah, you know, I wasn't even able to fake it. You know, and mm. it was that bad. 
So um, how I got out of it was, I think of course it's God sent. Uh, Swami definitely uh, helped me out because the first person I went to was my mom. You know, I I was I'm very open to my mom, so I share everything with her. Even yeah. when I was in relationship and when I was going through that phase where mm. I I had that um, uh, breakup or whatever they call it, so mm. uh, I was I shared shared it with my mom. And as I told earlier, you know, you have that person to constantly give you positive affirmations, positive okay. uh, words to to mm. lift you lift you up because you've been putting yourself down, dude. You've mm. been putting yourself down, so right. you're getting someone to lift you up. Of course, mm. it's not going to be. that great because you got to pick yourself up in the, at the end of the day but at least there's someone trying someone who cares for you someone who loves you so you got to have that person next to you you know right. so i had my mom i had my mom and i had a couple of really good friends friends that actually cared for me mm. who would come and take me out and hey, macha you know tell me la macha how's things you know <laughs> Uh, you right. know, tell lah. Uh, you know, don't worry, macha. You know, very, yeah. very calm. They, 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 right. they, they, are, you know, they try to get you out of that, that, that space that you have put yourself in. Right. And, and of course, and also it helps for injecting positive, positivity into your thoughts. You know, your right. senses. Right. So at that right. point, you reading, reading very, um, positive books. Like a friend of mine, she gave me a book. that was entitled dying to be me mm. where i i got so many messages from that book and one of the messages that stayed with me till today is trust the timing of your life mm. you know therefore everything happens at that moment therefore trust that timing of your life and right. future you can and it also made me realize that the future i don't have control over it you know mm-hmm. so anything could happen there so right. it it made me feel a little bit more um less burdened And of course, another another helpful thing was I joined this um, uh, what was this? Uh, it was like the parent care, but now it's living else. skills. What they call living skills. How yeah. can I forget that? So living skills. You know, I joined yeah. living skills, and uh, that also was a really good support mechanism because mm-hmm. you join uh, every month, and and you you have this. Um, This 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 group of people that are just sharing positivity to you, right. be it through right. words or just a smile. At that point, when you're overthinking like that, ah, uh, mm. just having someone who's smiling at you itself mm. makes you feel much calmer. So mm. you know, through all this, it helped me grasp and pull myself out to make me feel a bit more motivated. And of course, the most important thing when you're already that down is self confidence. So right. when you input more positivity into your thoughts, your thoughts help. Build your self confidence, right. so you become more confident and you you come out of it stronger. So that's that's the best uh, way that I would recommend, and that's how I did it actually. I came out of it, so yeah. Fantastic! That's a wonderful example. So basically, you changed right. your self talk by exposing your senses to you know positive things, whether it was through the company that you were keeping, or through the books you were reading, or the media you were consuming. You just wanted to change that self dialogue. To an uplifting one, right? Um, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And okay, people often say another way to stop overthinking because okay, if your example was like a one-off scenario where you had a went through a breakup, sometimes mm-hmm. some people gra- uh, grapple with overthinking on a daily basis. You know, it's just part and parcel yeah. of their personality or their life. Um, and people will recommend meditation. But honestly, wow. I personally find meditation so difficult. Um, As a tool to help you calm the mind down, do you have any other yeah. tips on how we can just quieten the mind, like not even having good thoughts, but just having less thoughts? I know this is a difficult one. So, yeah. any ideas? I think um, 
the only way you can actually quieten the mind is by mm. um, performing actions on the spot right so you don't have you don't have room for you to um, uh, create more thoughts about what you're going to do or what you just did you know you're doing things just because you thought about it and you're doing it right away so therefore it just it, it's like a balance check you know it's mm. like a balance check whereby it just cuts it cancels out it cancels out each other right. so it's like yeah so the more the more and more you live in the present mm. by performing actions on the spot right. so if if you perform actions on the spot basically you're living in the present you're you're getting there you know you're right. getting there you mean none of us are there yet you yeah. know us are, yeah. yeah dude because you know, people always say you know why don't yeah. you just meditate live in the present dude yeah. the present the moment you know they say live in the moment mm. the moment is mediocre at best yeah, right? absolutely so it's it's nothing that great but yeah. it, it helps of course by doing things in the moment so right. you, you perform things in the moment you carry out your your duties in the moment mm. you know swami always always very particular about starting on time and everything is about time swami always says you know even look at bhajans in bharti mm. they start at that time and they finish on the dot yeah. not even a yeah. chorus line goes further than that dot mm-hmm. you know they just translate right into the arati and they're done and right. i'm always astonished i'm like wow the discipline so discipline is very important to to bring that mind down yeah so it's more about self discipline the more mm. and the more we cultivate self discipline the more we will be able to live in the moment and when we living in the moment basically we do not have thoughts that are going out of our circumference you know mm. just in that in that bubble therefore we are able to manage it more and better so that would be a really good way to control your thoughts control the amount of thoughts you have and not you not not uh, succumb to actually excessive overthinking great point bro you've echoed what swami has said as well in that if we want to control the mind um we need to be completely absorbed in activities that require our concentration <laughs> and i think why this works is because say we have a positive or negative experience okay we can call these the facts of the scenario for example getting a job rejection then there is a thought in response to that experience and let's call these the stories that we tell ourselves for mm-hmm. example i am such a failure i'm falling behind or i'm not good enough and then there is another part of us that is watching this thought like we can actually see this thought come so let's call this the awareness if we can refrain from engaging with these stories and just sticking to the facts of the situation we won't feel as mentally drained and as emotionally exhausted because yes i got a job rejection end of story it just ends there it won't be able to affect us as much yeah so i love how you given as a practical way to stick to the facts the objective experience rather than the stories and the thoughts we tell ourselves thank you so much bro for such practical insights on how we can manage our thoughts Dear listeners, it's now time for some prasadam pills for you to pop whenever you struggle with overthinking. 1. Overthinking is not always unproductive. It can lead to wonderful epiphanies, but how we feel will indicate if this process has been constructive. 2. The primary cause of our mental exhaustion is not the situation, but our thoughts about it. If we can remind ourselves that these thoughts are just stories and focus on the objective facts of the situation, 
these thoughts will have little power over us. Three, it is our identification to our thoughts, not the thoughts themselves, that creates tension. If we can practice watching our thoughts like passing clouds instead of judging them, we can find great mental freedom. Four, uncontrolled desires and overindulging our senses are the root causes of overthinking. So if we can put a ceiling on those desires and consume more positive input, we can shift the quality of our thoughts. Five, reducing our thoughts takes a whole lot of self-discipline and a commitment to staying present. We can develop this habit by being actively absorbed in useful activities. Next on Insights Group, we explore who the inner voice is and how we can hear it. Until next Friday, happy scooping!